0: Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather teacher, turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and Kingdom Blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Happy New Year, sister friend. Oh my goodness. I mean, 2020. It It is no longer 2020. It is 2021. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. I hope you had a really good new year. And I hope you're excited for what God has been doing, is doing, and is going to do. And I know that we can look back on this last year and think, what just happened? But I also really hope that you have spent some time to reflect on the year with the Lord and and your relationship with Him and how far you've come. And I hope that you have seen some really good growth. And and by growth, I mean more of a spiritual growth. Listen, 2020 was really hard for me. I feel like everything that I have ever known was questioned. And if you can relate to that, then you know this episode is definitely for you because there's one question in particular that the Lord asked me, I have found over the last couple of years as I've really just committed my life to the Lord in a different way of, of truly understanding what it means to die to to self. And I know that can sound morbid, but really dying to self it's all about what God wants for us. and recognizing that sometimes even what we want for ourselves is not what God wants for us. Yes, he does want to give us the desires of our heart, but he wants the desires of our heart to be in line with his. And so, as I have gone, you know, the last few years, I feel like there is this one pivotal question that he asks me. And um, this year, it was a new question, and it's been one that, really, to be honest, that I have wrestled with. I've shared it a little bit in our Facebook community. I've gone live a couple times and shared it, but I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. But really, it is a it's a hard question to answer. And even though it's something that I literally have wrestled with for months in a variety of different ways, I now see why God had to ask me that question and had to allow me to process and to sit with that question and to answer it and then to really work out my answer because my answer was not what it should have been and so i'm just going to share with you what the question was because chances are he has in some way asked you the same question i feel like as a body of christ he is asking all of his children this question and that is do you trust me do you trust me it's easy to say that god is good when life is going well or When something goes in your favor or, you know, things seem to be smooth, maybe nothing great is happening, but nothing bad is happening. It's really easy to say that God is good. It's really hard to say that, maybe not necessarily that God is good, um, but it's really hard to say that things are good when things really don't seem good. They don't look good. They don't appear good. But You know, what the Lord is really challenging me in this last year, and I know that he has did this and he's doing this in order to prepare us for what is to come. Do you trust me? When it doesn't look the way that you want it to look, when it doesn't sound the way that you want it to sound, when it doesn't feel the way that you want it to feel, do you still trust me? And there's a few areas that I feel like the Lord has questioned, do you trust me in specific ways that I really want to encourage you to think about these things and sit with the Lord on these things so before we can do that let's just talk about the 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 definition trust I love you know as I started to really study God's word and get into scripture I will I find it fascinating how he you know he uses specific words and then I love to look up the definition of words even words that we think we know but when we sometimes we look up the definition there will be a different a little spin to what we think and it, it just speaks volume so first of all trust can be a noun or it can be a verb okay so i love that because it can be a thing <clears throat> or it can be an action and i think god has been asking us do you have trust in me right and do do you do you trust me so let's talk about what it is so first of all it's a noun in, in the sense of a noun, it is assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. Hello. <laughs> the assured reliance. How many questions did you have this year? How many uncertainties have you had even today? We don't know. And we always say like, oh yeah, we don't know what tomorrow holds make the most of today, but I think 2020 really showed us that. It was like around every corner was a, a new thing, that we were questioning and wondering what is going on so another definition of trust is one to which confidence is placed okay like speaking volumes god am do i have a short reliance in your character in your ability in your strength in your truth of who you are do i have confidence in you and i'm saying these do i as in do you like you should be asking yourself this Another definition is dependence on something future or contingent on something, hope, reliance um, or a property interest held by one person for the benefit of another. That's more of like a trust, like a trust fund baby, but still I even think about that and I'm like, man, property interest held by one, like God holds our future in his hands for the benefit of other people. And it's so fascinating to put these definitions into our own lives and see, like, wait, do you really trust God? Care or custody, the child committed to her trust, do, you, do we trust God that he is taking care of us, that he, we are his children, that he has custody of us? Something committed or entrusted to one to be used or cared for in the interest of another. Responsible charge. I mean, come on, how good is that? Like, and I really want to ask you, do you trust God? Not just when things are going good, but when things don't seem to be going so well. Let's look at a couple definitions of trust in the verb form. To rely on the truthfulness or accuracy of. Huh. Well, what should be relying on? What truthfulness? What accuracy of? Well, the Bible. And this is where... I am so grateful for my downfall in 2018, for my, what seemed like the worst year of my life, that I clung so close to the Lord to get me through each and every day, and I was in his, I just, I learned to live and breathe off of his word. That was my daily bread. That was my only Goodness that I was experiencing in that season of complete loss and hopelessness and pain and anger and suffering and hurt and betrayal and all the things. But what we should be relying on is the truthfulness and the accuracy of God's word to place confidence in, to hope or expect confidently, to commit or place in one's care of keeping, to permit to stay or go to do something without fear or misgiving to extend credit to okay so i could go on and i encourage you like you know when when you feel the lord is highlighting a word to you go and go and look up the definition and perhaps he'll share a little bit more of something with you and but trust is a big deal it could be a verb it can be a noun and god is asking you and i and i believe he's asking all of his children do you trust me those quotes you put up on your social media to encourage other people do you really believe that Those verses that you read in your daily devotional, do you really believe that? And I don't mean a head believe, I mean a heart believe. And that to me is what 2020 has been. It has been a head knowledge, a head trust, a head transfer of the idea of trusting God to a heart living of trusting God without having certainty of what tomorrow holds. But it's to still have hope and expecting goodness from him And being confident in who he is. And I can say this today, but let me tell you, a few months ago, I was really wrestling with these things. I was going down really dark holes with, you know, conspiracy theories. And whether they are true or not, it was creating fear and chaos in my life. And it 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 was keeping me up at night. In addition to that, I started really doing a deep study on eschatology, which is the study of end times. I grew up um, being taught that it was pre trib rapture. If you don't know what that means, it means, you know, Jesus um, is coming back for those who have accepted him as their savior before the tribulation. And I honestly. Kind of crazy to think about it, but I, I don't I don't think I, I've ever gone to a church that taught anything other than pre-trib rapture, and so and I've been to a variety of different churches, non-denominational. I grew up Baptist. You um, know, I've been I've just been to a variety of different churches, and whether it was with friends or whatever, I, I really don't think I've ever heard of anything else. And not to get you guys to go off on a tangent, but it really rocked my world to hear that maybe it's mid tribulation rapture maybe it's post tribulation rapture maybe there really is no rapture i mean there are, there are people who believe that and maybe the world is actually getting better even though that it looks like it's getting worse i've shared a few times in my stories on facebook um victorious eschatology is a good book that i read that really challenged everything that i have ever been taught about end times in eschatology and I'm sure you've seen the post going around talking about, you know, looking for the mark of the beast and looking for the Antichrist and all of these things. And it's just really made me question all of those things that I've also heard growing up. And it really came down to the question, Heather, do you trust me? It's like as if I needed to have control of an answer. Like I needed to know the answer and the outcome. I felt, I should say I felt I needed to know a definite answer because I wanted to control the outcome. And that's not faith. Faith is the unseen. Faith is the things we believe in that we can't see, the not tangible things. I wrestled with these questions, couldn't sleep, was reaching out to mentors. I was crying a lot. I was wrestling with this. Really, at the end of the day, it was this very simple, but yet deep, deep, important question do you trust me? And I can go to scripture and I can say, okay, God, I I can trust you. I can trust you. And I know that I can because, well, your word says, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you in God, whose word I praise in God, I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? That's Psalm 56, three through four. Or maybe it's, Isaiah 26, three through four, you keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. And what God showed me in this year is that I have built some of my beliefs on on a sandy foundation and not a rock solid foundation. And Jesus is the cornerstone, he is the rock. But it's easy to say that we trust God when things are going well. You know, it's not so easy when maybe you have a health scare or a financial scare or a career change or family tension or just your safety in general. This this year has, has maybe questioned my family and, and my safety. Like, we take a lot for granted here in the United States. And it started to make me question, oh my goodness, can I... Can I trust other people? I don't know, but can I trust God? Yes, I can, and you can too. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud to those who go astray after a lie. That's Psalm 44. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, one of my favorite verses of all time. But listen, this is, there's another. there's a difference between saying verses and living verses. I think I put that up as a quote on Facebook, but I feel like the Lord continues to say, yeah, yeah, Heather, like, yes, you need to live these verses every day, not just say them, but part of living them is saying them and writing them on our heart and memorizing them. So that's good, but it's just the first part. That's a head knowledge of it. And I really believe the Lord wants to transfer your head understanding of who he is, that he is a good God who loves you that he is, he is love. I mean, God is love. Like we could kind of wrap up the whole definition of who God is in that simple statement, but yet a simple and profound statement. God is love. Do you trust that God is love? that his love isn't just for your neighbor or your sister or your brother or your cousin or your coworker or the girl you're following on social media who seems to be ha- has it all together and is hitting you having success after success and it looks like her life is perfect. Yeah, God's love is for her. God's love is for you too. You know who else God's love is also for? The person who's done you dirty. The person who's gossiped behind your back. The person who you find out who you thought was a friend, but is no longer a friend, the person who hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, relationally that one is a hard one, and I am personally walking through that in my personal life right now. I am struggling with forgiving somebody i i am I am struggling with it, and I have to get back into my bible and get out of my feelings and get into god's word and say no god i am not perfect and you have forgiven me so i must forgive her i must and not only that i gotta pray for her that is for another podcast i will not go down that road today but um so there's a few questions that i want you to sit with and i want you to ask the lord oh proverbs 3 5 and 6 like my favorite right trust in the lord with all your heart lean not into your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight 2021 God is making crooked roads straight this year has been crooked and I believe 2021 he is making a path he's making a way in the wilderness he's making streams in the dry land it goes back to the Isaiah verse that I shared with you in the last podcast and in another video God really spoke to me this year that he's doing a new thing he's bringing he's he's doing a new thing and it doesn't make sense because you've never seen it before there is no blueprint. There is no six steps to figure it out. The way to figure it out is trusting God every day with all of our hearts and to not lean onto our own understanding and our earthly minds, not to try to make sense of it all, but to trust him and to acknowledge him in every single area of our life for him to make our path straight. I don't know about you, but I want straight paths in 2021. I am. I literally have said a couple times to my coach and mentor, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster ride and I want off. I want off. Like I'm up and down and all around it. I'm motion sickness. I'm emotion sickness. Everything's going to be okay. Oh my gosh. No, it's not. God is good. Oh my goodness, is he? Okay, the world we're going back to quote unquote normal oh definitely no we're not it's never going back to the way that it was prior to 2020 i mean can you relate have you been thinking those things saying those things well there's a few areas that i really feel that the lord wants to um hopefully i I pray that he speaks to you and i i know the holy spirit is always speaking to us but i pray that he really has a tender moment with you through these words and through my own mess and my own like mess to message, girls, this is, this is what it's all about. That I think sometimes we can watch people who maybe they appear to have a closer relationship with the Lord or that they have it all together. And I don't say that I have any of those things. i saying I know what it's like to look at somebody else um, and listen to somebody else's podcast and think, man, and, and read somebody else's post or read somebody's book and think that they've got it all figured out. I think the Lord is always trying to take us from glory to glory. And and when he does that, take us from glory to glory and to new levels, there is a um, a, like a testing, so to speak. Uh, Okay, I'm going to take you to a new level, but that requires a deeper trust, right? And so not in a a bad way of testing, but in a deeper trust. Like, do you trust me with all your heart? Are you going to not try to figure it all out on yourself and all on your own And you're going to acknowledge me, Jeremiah 29, 11, one of my favorite verses of all time. But really, I've had to cling to this verse throughout the year for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. God, do you really have plans not to harm me? Because some of the things I'm reading sound pretty scary. God, do you really have a future and, and a good hope for me? I will tell you and be honest that at some point in 2020, I have asked the question, what's the point? What's the point in coaching or building a business or helping other women build a business? What's the point? If Jesus is returning soon, then what's the point? We need to be knocking on everybody's door and sharing the gospel and what God has, you know, what Jesus has done for us and what God has done for us and what he's doing for us, which I do believe is true. We need to be very aware of what our true purpose is. And that's something that we really tackle in the Garden of Favor framework, like, hey purpose never changes your purpose and i've done a podcast episode on that in the past your purpose never changes your calling can and probably will and often does but our purpose is to share jesus with people and if anything in 2020 the question is you know i thought well how can i share god if i don't even know if i trust that he's good why would i want to share something like that with people you might be a little shocked at what I'm sharing with you, but I'm when I say my ruffles have my feathers have been ruffled and my world has been rocked this year, it really has. But the good thing about that is the shaking of the dead things, the shaking of the branches, it knocks off all of the dead weight if if you let it. And now what's remaining is fresh, good, solid vines with no dead fruit because I know that 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 God is good and his plans for me are good his plans for you are good that his plans for the future are filled with hope and they are there are good things coming now I think the question is is my definition and is your definition of good God's definition of good that is one that I am currently walking through. God, now that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know, you are good. Help me align my definition of good with your definition of good. Kind of like the episode of success, right? There's this worldly definition of success and then there's God's definition of success. I believe that there's a lot of words that we sometimes, there's there's more than one definition. So here's some questions I really want to you to sit with the Lord as you are walking into this new year, because God wants to transfer your head, he trusts you or you trust him and that he He loves you to your heart. And I really believe it's going to be so crucial for you to walk in your calling in 2021 knowing this. You, He's not gonna trust you, literally trust you with what he has for you if you don't trust him. He's not, He he can't. Because he needs to know that what he gives you is going to flourish. It is going to be used. And so here are some questions. Do you trust God's nature and his character? Well, in order for you to trust his nature and his character, you have to know what his nature and his character, what it is. I think we spend a lot of time in this self-love world trying to build ourselves up with I am statements and yet if we truly understand that every I am statement is rooted in Jesus Christ and his identity and who he is because we only have that stuff acts accessible through him then we need to also know who God is and so if you're struggling with trusting God because you're not really sure of his character and his nature, I encourage you to spend some time with the Lord and really sit with him. Who are you? God, who are you? And the way you do that is to read God's word and look at his history. Look at his history. What has he done throughout time? What has he done for us and for his children and for his, his favorites in the Bible? Like what has he done for them? The more you start to know those stories, the more you will understand God's nature and his character, which is why getting in your word every single day, especially in 2021, is crucial. I'm telling you that the most radical change in my life is when I started to read God's word every day. Some days that's hours and some days that's a verse. God wants To spend time with you and reveal himself to you and and one of the most common and best easiest ways that he does that is through his word the next question i want you to ask yourself and sit with the lord on is do you trust god's promises now there are promises all throughout scripture for god's children and we know that Bible says that His promises are yes and amen. Are you giving a yes and amen, an amen to His promise, or are you doubting it? In addition to that, the more time you spend with the Lord, He will give you promises specific to you. I've shared a couple times. I'm waiting on a promise He gave me in 2017. It was one of the first times I almost audibly heard the Holy Spirit speak to me in my spirit. I will never forget the moment I was sobbing, crying. I was like, what was that? Oh my goodness. And what does that mean? And I'm still waiting on that promise. That's honestly why I know that Jesus isn't coming back tomorrow. (laughs) Because I know that he hasn't fulfilled the promise and he promised. And I know his promises are yes and amen. And so do you trust God's promises? One, the ones that are in his word that are there for every single one of his children who's accepted him as their Lord and Savior. And then two, the ones that he wants to give you specifically and give you glimpses of the future that he has for you. And the last question is, do you trust God's love for you? There's a reason why, you know, most children, their moms and their dads, are the people they trust the most because of that love and that bond and yes there are broken relationships and broken parents that's a whole other part but but the the nature of mother and and father and children is love can you just for a moment imagine the kind of love that god has for you It's way more than any earthly love you've ever experienced before. So do you trust? If God is a good God and he loves you so much, do you trust his love for you? So in order to answer these questions, these are some deep questions, right? Do you trust God? Do you trust his nature, his character? Do you even know his nature and his character? Because there was a season in my life I was like, I don't even know if I know who God really, I mean, yes, I've read Bible verses and I, yes, I was, I grew up in a church, but do I really, in my heart of hearts, if someone were to say, hey, what are the top three characteristics of God? What would I say? I don't know. Now I know. Number one, let's just sum it up. It's, he is, God is love. And do you trust his promises? Do you know his promises that are in God's word? Do you know them? And are you spending an intimate amount of time with him? Hey, I don't think I said that right. Are you spending enough time with him? For him in in, in an intimate way that he can speak to you. He can speak to you while you're driving in the car, while you are listening to music. It doesn't have to be some super like religious, um, intentional thing. God will speak to you in any way. But are you listening? Are you drowning out the noise? Are you intentionally trying to hear him and spend time with him? And do you trust his love for you? So my question to you is where are you doubting God? Because you cannot take doubt into this new year. And today is the first day of this new year. You've got to drop the doubt. You've got to leave it in 2020 and and look forward to what God has for you. So I would love for you to reflect on your history with God. Where has he showed up in the past where you've been struggling or he pulled through for you and you knew that that was God? Like look at your history with him. I love that song. It's I see the evidence of his goodness all over my life oh it just makes me cry because I think every time I start to get frustrated or sad or you know wondering what's going on I just you know what I have to stop I need to reflect on I see the evidence of his goodness in my life I see my husband I see my kids I see my health turned around I see our finances I, I know what God is the miracles that he has done I know the emotional the spiritual things He has done in me and, and with me like I see the evidence of his goodness. So I want to encourage you to spend some time and reflect on God's goodness in your life. And here's the truth, friends it's hard to trust a stranger. It is hard to trust a stranger. There's a reason for that. There's no level of trust and intimacy. And so I really want to encourage you if you're struggling to trust God, spend some time with him, tell him you're sorry. Repent of of not trusting him and ask him to reveal his character and his nature to you, not only in scripture, but also in your daily life. Ask him to reveal his promises to you, not only in scripture, but also in your life and in your connection and your, your, your time with him. And ask him to show you his love for you in his word, but also in your everyday life. And I promise you, the more you spend time with the Lord and he's no longer a stranger, the deeper your trust will go with him. And then the more he can trust you with. You wouldn't trust a stranger with something and expect them to trust you with something. It goes the same way. In 2021, God has so much for you. But he wants to know, do you trust him? And can he trust you? Father God, we thank you for this new year. We we I pray a special blessing and favor over this new year. God, you did such a amazing work behind the scenes in 2020 and we are excited to continue to see and and start to get some of the answers of perhaps why 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 we had to go through some of that. But God, I do know that one of those reasons that I personally had to go through that was that so that I transferred my head I trust you to my heart. I trust you. God, we want to proclaim as your daughters that we trust you. You are good. You are love. You have plans for us. And that you have promises that are yes and amen. God, I pray that we each walk into this new year excited and expectant and trusting you with all of our heart not leaning into our own understandings, but acknowledging you every single day, getting to know you beyond a surface level, but to get to know you on an intimate level because you love us so much so that we can trust you with all our heart and that you will direct our paths in 2021. We love you. We praise you. We ask all this in your precious name. Amen. Okay so if you are still thinking what do you have for me God and you want to join the Garden of Favor framework it is an eight week experience to help you connect with the Lord to help you uncover your purpose and calling. There are still a few spots left um, that we start here in the end of January and I would love to have you You can get that link in the show notes and I can't wait to see all that God does in you and through you for the kingdom in 2021. Happy New Year, sis.